named after his grandfather who was shot dead by Native Americans in 1786 while planting a field of corn, Abraham Lincoln was born February 12, 1809 in a cabin with one window, one door, and a chimney three miles south of Hodgenville, Kentucky. His father Thomas Lincoln was born in Rockingham County, Virginia on January 6, 1778. Not much is known about the background of his mother, Nancy Hanks. It's believed that she was born out of wedlock to Lucy Hanks, who later married Henry Sparrow. As a child, Abraham was saved from drowning in a creek by a neighbor. He grew up running errands on the farm, chopping wood, carrying water, weeding the garden, picking grapes and wild berries, and planting seeds. He educated himself by borrowing books and newspapers to read. While there weren't many, some included Weems' Life of Washington, Robinson Crusoe, Pilgrim's Progress, Aesop's Fables, Grimshaw's History of the United States, The Kentucky Preceptor, The Arabian Nights, Lessons in Elocution, and he came to develop a love of poetry, Shakespeare, Robert Burns. Physical labor on the farm had given him a tough lean body with muscular arms. By the time he was 16 years old, Abraham Lincoln was six feet tall. At the age of 19, he contracted with a local merchant named James Gentry to take a cargo to New Orleans. There he would see black men, women and children driven along in chains and auctioned off. At the ad of 23, Lincoln ran for Illinois state legislature. He would self-study for three years before passing his exams and being admitted to practice law on March 1, 1837. Lincoln married Mary and Todd, whom he affectionately called mother, on November 5, 1842 and they would have three sons, Eddie in 1846, Willie in 1850, and Thomas, Tad, in 1853. He's said to have been absent-minded, perpetually late for meals, moody and cared little for social niceties that were important to his wife. Abraham Lincoln took his seat in Congress in 1847 in Washington, D.C., a town of 34,000 people, including several thousand slaves. From the windows of the Capitol, he could see crowded slave pens where manacled blacks waited to be shipped south. Lincoln was elected president November 6, 1860, in an election that upset many Southerners. He believed that slavery was wrong yet during his campaign, promised not to end it in the South where slavery was made even more profitable with Eli Whitney's invention of the cotton gin in 1793. In the early 1790s, Southern plantations produced about 3,000 bales of cotton every year. By the 1860s, that amount had risen to 4 million bales a year. During his term, Lincoln received threatening letters almost every day which were filed in an envelope marked assassination. I long ago made up my mind that if anyone wants to kill me, he will do it, he told a newspaper reporter. Despite Lincoln's promise to the southern states, even before being sworn into office, Eleven branched off forming a new nation called the Confederate States of America. On April 12, 1861, Confederate soldiers fired on Union troops at Fort Sumter in South Carolina, beginning the Civil War. On July 4, 1861, Lincoln addressed the U.S. Congress stating that the Civil War was about human liberty. That its outcome would decide whether the democratic system of government established after the American Revolution, 1775-1783, could be preserved. An early version of the Declaration of Independence contained an anti-slavery passage which was taken out of the final version since not all states would have signed if the Declaration did not allow slavery. Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation January 1, 1863 as the United States approached the third year of the Civil War. As he put pen to paper, he wrote out his full name. If my name ever goes into history, he said, it will be for this act. 
He was denounced by many, including Northern Democrats who had no interest in freeing slaves. You say you will not fight to free Negroes. Some of them seem willing to fight for you. Why should they do anything for us, if we will do nothing or them? If they stake their lives for us, they must be prompted by the strongest motive, even the promise of freedom. And the promise being made, must be kept. When asked to change his emancipation policy, he replied, I am a slow walker, but I never walk backward. The proclamation declared that all persons held as slaves within the rebellious states are, and henceforward shall be free. This granted freedom to slaves living in states at war with the Union. Since slave owners in the Confederate states did not feel that they were part of the United States, they did not feel they had to obey. It also stated that African Americans could serve in the military as soldiers, previously only as cooks and laborers. Many enlisted in the Union Army with hopes that a Union victory in the war would end slavery. By the end of the war, almost 200,000 African Americans had joined to fight for the Union. About 135,000 were former slaves. White privates were paid $13 per month while African Americans received $7 per month. By the end, black and white soldiers earned the same. On April 9, 1865, the Confederate Army surrendered at Appomattox, Virginia. President Lincoln would be assassinated by actor John Wilkes Booth while watching a play at Ford's Theater on April 14. Booth then jumped from the box to the stage 12 feet below, breaking the shinbone of his left leg. The bullet had entered Lincoln's skull above his left ear, through his brain, and lodged behind his right eye. He died 7.22 a.m. on April 15 at the age of 56. When Tad Lincoln heard of the assassination, he cried, They killed my pa. They killed my pa. On June 19, 1865, Union troops entered Galveston where Major General Gordon Grander called all the slaves together and read them a shortened version of the Emancipation Proclamation. After that day, Texas African Americans began celebrating June 19, now a federal holiday, as Juneteenth Day, a kind of Independence Day for African Americans. The Emancipation Proclamation brought about three new constitutional amendments from 1865 and 1870. The Thirteenth Amendment which made slavery permanently illegal in the United States passed January 31, 1865 and became law December 1865. The Fourteenth Amendment which states that anyone born in the United States was automatically a U.S. citizen. The Fifteenth Amendment which gave all male citizens the right to vote. 